0: It's not just good conversation. It's your voice on the weekends. Weekends with Kenny Rahmeyer
1: on News Radio KLBJ.
0: Let's oh, go. The-
1: Hey, great show Kenny. Have a good night. You right. have also argued with me and you you've me your say but you you don't you don't listen to what?
2: It. Hey how you doing, Kenny? Great show as usual. Thanks.
1: Come on talk to me. Oh.
0: And good afternoon to you. Thanks a lot for being with us on the weekends here on News Radio KLBJ. Kenny Rahmire with you live and local this afternoon after some time away this summer. But we're back with uh, lots to talk about this afternoon, especially some new poll numbers that should have Democrats concerned and Trump fans encouraged. And I got to say, concerned and encouraged, those may be understatements, but. I'm trying to pace myself here, right? We're over a year away from the elections, but some devastating news for President Biden's camp is two big polls that are out this afternoon showing the same numbers in one big category. His disapproval numbers are the absolute highest since he's been in office. And even though one of these polls from the Washington Post, ABC News organization say it's an outlier, how about this one? Trump leads Biden in a head-to-head matchup by 10 points. Now, President Biden's numbers are equally bad on what's surely gonna be three of the biggest issues in this presidential campaign, the economy, President Biden's age and his mental capacity to do the job and immigration. So I'm going to dig into all of those numbers a little bit with you this afternoon here on KLBJ. And as always, you can join us, 512-836-0590. You can give us a call or send us a text here on KLBJ if you'd like to be a part of the program. Also going to talk about the, uh, the daily disaster down on the southern border, record numbers of migrants crossing illegally. How many times have we said that, right? Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas in McAllen yesterday defending the administration policies. And how about this? The Democrat mayor of El Paso says his city is maxed out again. So we'll have all the latest on that also This afternoon, all the latest on that union strike against the car companies. President Biden is going to be on the picket line Tuesday in Michigan. Foreign President Trump's going to be up there a day later. And so we'll touch on that. Do you think that's a good idea for for President Biden to go walk the picket line? Is that going to help him? 512-836-0590 if you'd like to join us here on KLBJ. And then at least part of the Hollywood strike it has been going on for, what, five months or so, may be coming to an end. At least part of it, CNN reports that the studios have given the writers their best and final offer. And we've got some local news as well. This from KXAN just a little bit before we came on the air this afternoon. AISD says they're going to have at least one AISD security officer at each school in the district. And then a separate story, but uh, kind of interesting for those follow the business news around town here. CNBC reports that Austin is one of the best cities to start your own business. May not come as much of a surprise. So many small companies have been successful here over time, right? But we'll just give you the latest on that. And a whole lot more, along with your phone calls and your text messages today, 512 836 0590. Kenny Rahmire, live and local with you this afternoon on KLBJ. Glad to be back after some time away. So, these poll numbers, again, we're over a year away from the election, so you don't want to put too much into this, but some really startling statistics here that, as I said at the opening, have got to be making the Biden camp pretty nervous, and, and I'm guessing the Trump camp's gotta be pretty happy about some of the recent developments in these poll numbers. President Biden's job approval numbers and his disapproval numbers, they're the worst. 56% disapprove of how he's handling the job, 41% approve, but that's the highest disapproval number of his presidency. And so it was equally troubling about that, it's not just one NBC News poll. ABC News Washington Post poll shows the exact same thing. 56% disapprove, only 37% approve in the Washington Post ABC News poll. Those are disastrous numbers on disapproval. Back to the NBC News poll, which by the way was taken mid-September, September 15th through the 19th. And here's a few other stats that I found pretty interesting here. Three-quarters of the voters say they're concerned about President Biden's age and mental fitness. By the way, 47% have the same concerns about Trump. Back to uh Well, let's stay with Trump here for a second. Almost two-thirds have concerns about the multiple trials that former President Donald Trump is is going to be going through. Now, another item that sometimes you don't see a lot of polls on on this, although we're starting to see more, about the president's son, Hunter. Sixty percent have major concerns about Biden's dealings with his son, Hunter's uh, far-flung businesses. Around the world. I'm kind of surprised at that one. Not sure how many people are really tracking all of that that closely, but we'll go with it for now. And then here's maybe some of the best news for Trump, although there's lots of good news in both these polls for the Trump camp. This NBC News poll shows that Trump is expanding his lead among his Republican contenders to almost. 40 points Get this. So you got Trump at 59%. In a distant second place is DeSantis at 16%. And then way down the list, Nikki Haley at 7%. And then Pence and Christie at 4%. You got to be happy if you're Trump looking at some of those numbers pretty much across the board. And then on the ABC News Washington Post poll, again, I'll mention this one, the, the big, two big headlines here, Biden trails Trump by 10 points in a head-to-head matchup, 52% to 42%. Washington Post went ahead and, and said, oh, by the way, we think this is an outlier. And if you compare it to the NBC News poll that we just looked at and many others that I've seen over the course of the summer. Biden and Trump usually are pretty close, right? Pretty close. But this one has Trump over Biden by 10 points. But then the other devastating news for the Biden camp here, as I mentioned, disapproval numbers, 56%, 37% approve of the job that President Biden is doing right now. Back to the age issue. 74% say Biden would be too old. 50% say Trump would be too old. So there's that age issue, right? I mentioned the economy and immigration. Okay, here are those. Three and four say the economy is either not so good or poor. And get this, on handling of immigration, President Biden 23% 23% approve, 62% disapprove. Which is really fascinating, and, and in fact, it's, it's confounding, and it's discouraging, it's troubling. It's, you know, let's pick an adjective here. To think that so many people clearly disapprove of what's going on on a daily basis down on the southern border, and yet... This president allows it to just keep happening day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, millions after millions continuing to come across. It's obvious they have no intention of changing course here. It seems to me the, the only hope at this point, the governor of Texas, the governor of Arizona, I mean, are they going to put their foot down once and for all? And I know Governor Abbott's done a lot. He's got the buoys down there in the rivers. He's got uh, more troops going down there. He's got the razor wire, right? All the rest. But when are those two governors going to get together and say, that's it? We're just not going to take it anymore. We're going to stop it. And we're going to challenge the court system all the way up Supreme Court if that's what it's going to take. I mean, when is this madness going to end? So there's a couple of big polls, ABC News, Washington Post, and NBC News. With some really interesting data out this weekend and one more from The Wall Street Journal and this just had a little nugget that I thought was pretty good about all the uh, the attempts on the part of the Republicans granted they're only holding inquiries right they're they're, they're not doing the impeachment full-fledged yet but 52 percent oppose impeaching President Biden 41 percent. Support it. And then interestingly, among the independents, 51% are against impeachment, 37% are in favor. So I know it's a lot of numbers, but I thought they were pretty interesting, and I thought I'd lay them out there for you this afternoon to see if you have any reaction to any of this at all on this Sunday afternoon here. 512 836 0590, Kenny Rahmeyer with you live and local on News Radio KLBJ. Hey, thanks for being with us here on News Radio KLBJ. Kenny Rawmire with you live and local this afternoon. We started out talking about some pretty devastating poll numbers just out from NBC News and ABC Washington Post polls. The the biggest headlines, I guess, the disapproval numbers for President Biden, all-time highs at 56%, 57% disapprove of the job that he's doing and then Former President Trump's got to like this one. In a head to head matchup in that uh, ABC News Washington Post poll, Trump leads Biden by 10 points. A lot to chew on there for both camps. We'll see how much mileage these polls uh, will produce in the days ahead with the irregular news cycles, right? I thought they were pretty compelling this afternoon. 512 836 0590. I got to say, I'm pretty tired of whether well, it's New York Times, Washington Post. I continue to read these articles about how the Democrats are so worried that President Biden's going to be at the top of the ticket. A lot of questions about his age and mental acuity and all the rest, right? And you know, if you believe all these articles, the Democrats are just they're hunkered down in a corner someplace. just they can't believe what's going on. Well, Another Washington Post article last couple of days. Maybe this is what's really going on in the Democrat Party. What I'm talking about here is reported by the Washington Post. This has been over a week or so ago. Up in Chicago, a hundred of the wealthiest Democrats in the country had this big confab, this big dinner last week. It was billed by the Washington Post as a star-studded array of party leaders, some of the headliners, Vice President Kamala Harris, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, and California Governor Gavin Newsom. All three, I would say, would love to be in the on-deck circle if President Biden, for whatever reason, can't fulfill his duties going forward. Some of us are already thinking that. Not sure if anybody in his inner circle or his family will have the decency Will have the respect for this country to do the right thing and pull him aside and say, sir, we got to move on. You're done. In any event, this Washington Post article says that these 100 wealthiest Democrats all got together and it was a love fest. And there is no talk of President Biden being too old, not capable, not the right guy, none of that. It was full speed ahead. In fact, one of the quotes here, Biden's got a rapidly growing campaign staff moving into Delaware's, uh, one of their office towers there, and they're developing strategies for polling, digital outreach, electoral college strategies, and all the rest. Now you could say, well, come on, Kenny, that could all be used for anybody at some point. Yeah, but... Behind the scenes, a lot of stuff's going on. I mean, the the only thing you've really seen from the Biden camp at this point is, number one, when they try to do damage control, when he makes a gaffe or stumbles or, you know, all of that stuff. Or we do know that the president's campaign has been spending a fair amount of money, TV ads in some of the big swing states and on cable news. But that's, from a visibility standpoint, that's about the only thing you've seen from the Biden camp. So we'll just continue to watch that and see if there's any change in the temperature or any change in in what's being reported about the Biden campaign as time goes along. Another article got my attention out of Politico this weekend. Once again, a lot of big money here, right? We always talk about following the money. Politico reports a powerful network of liberal donors are joining the push to stop the no-labels group and launching a third-party presidential run of some kind, right? The no-labels group, that's this group that's been hanging out there thinking, gee, I wonder if we can come up with some kind of moderate candidate that might shoot the gap between where Biden is and where Trump is and gather enough independent support, that kind of thing that would that would make a difference. But this group of liberal donors, is warning a lot of these big fundraisers, a lot of the ones that were up in Chicago here the last week or so, saying, stay away from the no-labels crowd. Don't even go there. Certainly don't think about putting any money in on that deal. So the Democrats reportedly increasingly concerned that an independent no-labels ticket could function as a spoiler to help defeat President Joe Biden next fall. That's interesting development to the extent that that no labels crowd, they have not decided what they're gonna do. They say they're gonna wait until I think on into the first part of next year and see if they think there's any viability that a candidate that they might put out there would be able to uh, to have a chance, a realistic chance. So. We'll see about that. 512-836-0590. I mentioned the president not doing a lot on the campaign trail. And on the one hand, that's true. I guess on the other hand, he is trying to make some headlines. You probably saw these stories in the last couple of days. He's checking the boxes, right? He says he's going to have this new climate core, going to train thousands of young people, over 20,000 in fact, now, we don't know where the money's coming from. Don't know how much it's going to pay them. But it's going to train 20,000 young people to do this kind of stuff, install solar panels, retrofit houses to make them more energy efficient. And here, here's the best one. What's a bunch of young climate core youngsters? What are they going to do on? Here's restoring coastal wetlands. How are they going to do that? might have any ideas on how they're going to do that one. I mean, I could understand you might be able to train them on installing a solar panel. But are they going to get along the coastline? And what are they going to do on restoring coastal wetlands? They're changing the box, though, right? Young people, climate change, the big deal. So he signed something. I don't know where money's coming from. Not sure how much we're going to pay him. No details whatsoever. But we'll make a headline. Same way just at the end of the week when uh, – president announced that the vice president, Kamala Harris, is going to run the first ever gun violence prevention office, right? It's laughable. And yet, check the box. He can go out on the campaign trail whenever he gets around to that and say, look what we're doing about gun violence here. What's really interesting on this one is if you take a look at the uh, gun safety legislation – that was passed last year, that was touted as a, such a big deal, right? First time in the administration has, uh, has got some bipartisan gun safety legislation passed. The guidance from the Department of Education on this says that some of the federal dollars in this, in this legislation couldn't be used for going to school archery and hunting programs whoops, I guess archery and, and the hunting stuff got kind of lumped in with the anti-guns crowd there. So some of this guidance reportedly angered some of the Democrats, especially in the red states, because those programs are popular in schools in their districts that they represent. So, um, again, Biden's not campaigning officially, but – He's got the opportunity to make some headlines, check the boxes, and what else is there, right? 512-836-0590, if uh, you'd like to join us here. Johnny, you're up on KLBJ. Hello, Johnny. Oh, this is Tony. Tony, I'm so sorry. Misunderstood. Tony, welcome.
1: Yeah, uh, Kenny, welcome back. Uh, You know... There's not much I can say on the political side because you got us covered like a blanket. (laughs) I wish. But I could uh, make a comment. I'm so glad to hear you back. I just hear the voice of common sense, and that's what we need here.
0: Well, thanks for that. Tony, I appreciate that. Thanks uh, thanks for listening. It's good to be back.
1: Yeah. um, Well, uh, I know you're into the political, and I can't really comment on that. Because I'm watching everything unfold like you are, and I'm hoping for my guy. Actually, my guy is the guy whose last name starts with the T. And uh, that's about all I can say on that. Did you say
0: a T as in Trump? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm uh, guessing there's a lot of you out there right now. The poll numbers show there are, certainly.
1: Yeah. But if it's all right with you, I might comment on the, the unions.
0: Well, certainly, make it quick, please. We'll get to that after our news break here, and we're about up against it, but go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, uh, do you want me to make a comment now, or yeah, or? please,
0: you got thirty seconds. go.
1: you got it all right. um years ago, uh I worked in men's clothing, and uh my father had a retail store, and uh they were with the Amalgamated Clothing Workers Union. And uh, my dad made a trip overseas, and the union called him. Anyway, long story short.
0: Yeah, Tony, tell you what, let's stop right there. You you put that on pause, and we will get right back with you after a quick news break. Okay, appreciate you calling in. Stay with us. News coming up next. Hey, Kenny Rahmeyer, back with you here on a Sunday afternoon, live and local. Good to be back with you on News Radio KLBJ. So we're just getting ready to talk about the latest on on the strikes, uh, the strikes from the the unions against the auto companies, car companies, and, and the latest on what's going on out at Hollywood as well. Some developments out there this weekend. But Tony was nice enough to call in, had a thought on what's going on with the union. So, Tony, you were just, just about to give us the long story short here. So we're ready for that.
1: Well, thank you, Kenny. Uh, yeah, so my family had a little experience because we employed people with the Amalgamated Clothing Workers Union. They went out on strike and... Uh, we we stood up. We we didn't. We really didn't like the muscle, and they picketed, and they eventually just gave up. And I remember working in a family business. My father said to me, "He goes, you know, son, one day the unions are really going to ruin the country." And you know, regarding the uh, as far as the auto industry goes, I wish all three uh, uh, auto companies would stand up against the union and say enough is enough because. We've lost uh, the ability to uh, sell a lot of passenger vehicles. Uh, You know, we're getting muscled by the uh, the auto companies are getting muscled by the government to make EVs, and people don't want them. Uh, You know, it's enough already. With with you know, I wish they would stand united and just say something like, "You know what? Go back to work on Monday, or you don't have jobs."
0: Tony, thanks. Uh appreciate your thoughts. Thank you for calling in this afternoon here on KLBJ. And I, I want to talk about the unions and what's going on with the car companies. I mentioned in the first part of the show that President Biden is going to join the United Auto Workers picket line in Michigan on Tuesday. Former President Trump is scheduled to be there on Wednesday. Alexandria casio cortez from New York. The, the congresswoman said on CBS today that uh, the president's trip to Michigan to walk the lines with the union, that's an historic event. And I back to the caller's point, though, I wonder, are the unions putting these car companies in a position like, uh, I, I just, I have this vision of the dinosaurs walking toward the La Brea tar pits out in California. I just wonder if that's if that's kind of where we're at. Boy, that's a heck of a segue to, uh, to somebody that's just joined me in studio here for a moment. You know him and love him as uh, the former co host mm-hmm. of the number one top rated award winning morning show here on News Radio KLBJ with Todd Jeffries. And that'd be none other than Don Pryor. Oh, my back goodness in the gracious. Studios. Donald.
2: Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you. You know what this this is happens to be uh, my second appearance on the station in the past twenty four hours. I happened to be at Dirty's, Dirty Martin's, last night. <laughs> Which better be I, there forever. I heard you listen to Ed Clements' sports show. Right? Well, yeah, I walked in and uh, I thought that maybe they were doing the fifteenth club or whatever it would have been at the time. Yeah, and and uh, they were into football. Well, I they were think, into football, the so it'd be it's, there, it's, it's yeah. what is it, the end zone club or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, and um, <laughs> there he is, back in the corner. He and Ben sitting there, and uh, so I jumped in with them for a minute. So it's just kind of uh, I, I got a little warm up. With with him for sure, and um, you know he lost ten pounds as we sat there. (laughs) The guy is just shedding weight like you cannot believe. I heard you in your brief appearance there yesterday evening, and then I see you here today, and I'm
0: thinking, hey, you trying to work your way back in here or something? I wanted to come by and
2: say hello to you because I haven't seen you in in a while. You, you took a little uh, little time off, which we'll talk about, but uh, I just want to say hey. And- well,
0: I appreciate it. We're, I'd like to – I know our listeners would be anxious to know what you've been up to as well. But we'll hit the hard news oh. first and, and get on to uh, some of that other stuff here in just a second. Well, the, the unions, I want to talk about that. The disaster on the border. Here, guess what? Things haven't changed since you've been gone, Don.
2: Mm. There's
0: still a disaster on a daily basis down on the border and just getting worse and worse and the administration seemingly doing nothing about it. Do you have any new solutions you could offer up this afternoon? <laughs> that you uh, that you I, didn't I, hit on I was 6 really, months ago.
2: I was really big on the razor wire. I thought uh, I thought that they really hit hit a hit a good note with the razor wire. And and apparently that's not okay.
0: That is just a that's a sad story. What do good you think God, uh, on, on the union's president Biden is going to be walking the line with the unions on Tuesday. Now what, that that seems Fraught with danger in and of itself. <laughs> well, you
2: said dinosaurs headed for the La Brea tar pits, and uh-huh. that's exactly what I think about with President Biden. Well, Debra, I was
0: talking about the big car companies because they're uh, – I think the unions may be well, putting them out of business it long it just kind of
2: – But it works. When you think about Biden on the picket line, you think of dinosaurs heading towards – it. It's, well, it's they, a dangerous proposition. Will he be able just to make the circle with I all the rest so. of them before I don't, he – well stumbles one thing we know he will do he'll salute somebody. Mm. That that's have you noticed that that he's gone that's kind of his go to people flags it doesn't matter whatever right? just whatever's handy. Yeah. Yeah, he I saw him getting on uh, the chopper the other day wherever he was I can't remember but uh, he saluted the uh, secret service guy who I mm. think was standing I, I you know I'm sure he thought he was saluting a marine. The UAW has expanded the strikes at GM and Stellantis
0: this weekend, not Ford, but uh, the parts and distribution facilities for GM and Stellantis. 38 locations, 20 states, so now over 18,000-some workers I think the request are just really out of whack. Up the the The, uh, the saying it like 40-plus percent oh, four-day weeks. A, who, and
2: who gets that kind of raise in just the real you, world? you. Is no, the only one I no, can think of no, around no, here. No, no I, seriously, who gets that kind of bump in any profession? Well, other than sports, it's <laughs> <laughs> other than sports, and if you have a late night talk show, it's going to be interesting to to see how this plays
0: out, to see if that trip to Michigan, if he's walking the line, is that helping? I mean, the the union's endorsed him back in in twenty twenty. Yeah. They haven't said what they're going to do yet. At this point, the head of the union. When Biden was going to send teams to try to help with negotiations, the union president told the White House to go pound sand. We don't need you. <laughs> right. But now he's invited him up to walk on the picket line. So well, it, it, I mentioned Trump's going there on Wednesday. I've What I've read is he's going to take a little different tact in that he's, he's going to be there in support of the workers, but he's going to be ripping the union management the same time. So he's
2: trying to, I guess, exploit a a divide between the union workers and and their management. Well, and my hunch would be that Trump would would be leaning more towards, listen, get your butts back to work. (laughs) And 40%, you got to be kidding me. One thing that's, you know, I
0: have to say, by and large, it's probably not affecting a lot of us as far as the union strikes. You can probably still go on a lot. Some of those guys you used to do ads for, now they probably got a pretty good inventory at this Mm. point. It's, It's bigger. Yeah, better. But- that they are going after a lot of these parts and distribution facilities. Think about it. When your car needs service,
2: yeah. where are you going to take it? You're going to oh, take my God. Take it to your service dealer, right? Yeah. And if they don't have the parts, then what are they going to tell you? Uh, it? It's the tentacles that stretch out on when you think about how big that picture is. And that's the profitable piece of the dealership yeah. business. Now, they've been
0: pretty profitable over a couple of years when they're charging list price and then some. Right for some of those cars back right. during the COVID days and
2: now. Yeah, but, exactly. So
0: there's that. And I'm glad you got here with uh, you being Mr. Entertainment, certainly. Yeah, right. The, the radio Mr. station. Mr.
2: Entertainment. Mm. Just
0: all things. Had the no Hollywood, idea. The Hollywood writers and producers, they say CNBC reports they made major progress in negotiations
2: here to end that strike's been going on for five months or so, right? Yeah. Um Yeah, it have been going on since May. I didn't really – realize how long this thing has been going on. Early May,
0: and then yeah. the actors went out in July. But a major sticking point apparently has to do with artificial intelligence. Again, mm-hmm. one of your areas of expertise.
2: Well, it's what I've been spending most of my time doing. I'm in sure. You is, and the bots. Uh, just getting way up in that.
0: So eight hours of talks yesterday ended without a deal. CNN reports. The studios told the writers, here's the best and final, man. This is it. The, so... The writers are, are thinking they're being cut out of their share of the streaming revenue. And they, is, want, they want a certain number of writers to either get the residual payments or have a certain number of writers be involved in the production of these programs and that. Because their concern is AI, they're going to get so much content from there. They're going to say, we used to have 10 writers on this
2: show. Now we only need two. Well, and think about the amount of content that's, as they call it now, content. We used to call them uh, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Shows. Yeah. Uh, Think about that. With streaming, and the Writers Guild of America is made up of over – or at least the WGA represents over 11,000 members. Just think how much much bigger that's gotten since you and I – grew up watching television sure. on on the three big channels so i think and, their concerns are legitimate
1: on oh, the ai it,
2: front well it, revenue streaming there's so stuff. much work that has to be done and good lord if if they're wanting to it and it's not Creativity just doesn't come out on demand. So now either. you're a you're a, a retired
0: celebrity now from this radio station. Mm. ABC's reported they're they're putting Dancing with Stars on hold. Oh, you got because they don't have enough stars. Yeah. Now that says Don Pryor all over it to me. Busted, busted. You could do a little uh, Texas two-step there. That's what I've
2: been doing. That's what I've been doing with my time. Even the lovely Mrs. Pryor out there doing some ballroom dancing, maybe. That's where washed-up people go. <laughs> Washed up stars. Also,
0: as far as Hollywood goes, I read an article out of the California papers this weekend, the crew workers, you know, the guys that run the cameras and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. they're really hurting. I mean, they're just trying to make ends meet and nothing's going on. Where do they go get a little extra money for rent, food, right? All the necessities. So they're
2: they're wanting to get back to work yesterday. Well, I was really surprised to see, um, as far as the writers, back to the writers, uh, some of these folks are just seriously. Now, as far as the uh, the auto workers, I don't know. Uh, I think they're doing better than the riders are. That's for sure. The Probably riders, so. some of these riders literally are, you know, living in a, a, a one-room efficiency apartment and cooking right. on a hot plate kind of right. deal yep. and uh, just, just hoping that they're going to uh, get the big one. So, and they're working their asses off trying to keep all this new content going so i i think there were i think their requests are a hell of a lot more legitimate than uh than the auto workers and so where I'm does that prior. leave on the entertainment industry you've got i mean the reports are you're going to see in the fall
0: usually a lot of the new shows in that nope you're going to see reality tv shows <laughs> supposedly they don't need much scripting really oh, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right they need more um, scripting than Anything.
0: Game shows, right? There's going to be on Friday night. There's going to Price is Right on Friday night. Yeah, on Friday night. Yeah, well, they're milking it. Yeah. CBS is milking that one. Just like Yellowstone. You follow in the series, you and Lovey following the you Yellowstone know, series.
2: We watched, uh, speaking of old shows, you call my wife Lovey um, <laughs> from Gilligan's Island. That's from your uh, traveling days, your world travels. Yeah. You're Thurston and she's Lovey on. Uh, uh, we around the world. Have not been able to get into Yellowstone. I it just doesn't resonate with me. We did watch 18... three. Eighty three or whatever yeah. the hell the year was. Yeah. Which I loved. I thought it was great. That I was very uh, realistic, genuine programming. Yeah. yeah. Yellowstone hadn't worked for me. Well I don't know what it is, it just doesn't resonate. I mentioned with me. that is because CBS has brought
0: that one back. It was on Paramount Network, you know, for whatever, four and a half, five years. C B S has brought it back on Sunday nights now. Right. And They just started last Sunday. I think they're going to air a couple episodes per Sunday night. It's a great lineup. Football all afternoon, 60 minutes, and then a couple of episodes of Yellowstone. But think how far we've come with Cowboy shows on Sunday night. It used to be way back when couldn't have been more wholesome programming than Bonanza. Come on. Right? Come on. With Ben and Adam and Haas and Little Joe. Little Joe. I think I think Haas said, "Dad, burn it!" One time, that was probably controversial. Your dad interviewed.
2: There is an interview Haas. with uh, Dan Blocker who played Haas on uh, Bonanza out there. Yeah, if you just just Google it, he was at UT or something, right? I think was. Uh, really? I, I think so, but it, it's a pretty interesting interview, and yeah. he was actually very, you know, he plays kind of a uh, slow kind of, you know, yeah. dumb guy, all shucks. But so anyway, we've come But he's from, not. He was very a, a very
0: sharp guy yeah. and very so political. We, we come from Ben and Adam and and Hoss and little Joe to the Dutton family, John and Beth and Casey, and mm-hmm. then the, the foreman guy named Rip. And they have had to do such extensive editing on the CBS run of this program to- t- <laughs> take out the salty language, and I'm putting it mildly there. Oh,
2: they would have had to do major surgery yeah. on that to get it on CBS. So, that makes sense to me because I was trying to figure out why, why are they doing this, and I, I hadn't thought about the writer strike. They're just trying to fill any so, way they can. Right, and it took them so long to do the editing probably yeah, on that show. So, right.
0: hey, it's cool to have Don Pryor
2: here Is in it? studio.
0: And we're going to be right back in just a moment on I KLBJ. So Kenny Rahmeyer back with you on a Sunday afternoon, live and local. Oh. And what a treat, Don Pryor wandering around the radio ranch here this afternoon. I just, just probably found out some stuff's not working, so nothing else to do. Good God, pop man. In that, to see
2: what's, what's going on with Kenny. The Russians have hit us. Mm, something.
0: I mean, <laughs> but we're making progress. Let yeah. me just say, congratulations to the IT team and oh, they're all earning, involved. I guess they're earning their money, aren't they? So, You've been gone uh, since end of March, and just yeah. real quick, I know you've done some traveling, you and the lovely
2: Mrs. Pryor. A lot of that, a lot Good for of you. That. Yeah, been to a lot We're of worldwide almost. Well, right? we, I mean, let's see, we've been to Italy, we've been to France, we've been to Switzerland, uh, Canada a couple of times, that's been a to lot. Alaska. Wow, uh, where else? But but uh, had had some with. Uh, Still doing, you know, uh, uh, working with tr- uh, Selectors Travel, yeah, and um, doing their trips and loving that. And they've got a lot of great trips coming up. And uh, you got a little sleep along the way, year. I understand. After I, six months, uh, this whole concept of of sleeping to the point where you've slept enough and and your eyes open because you've had enough sleep. I didn't hardly recognize you when you walked in the studio. Extra- I said, "Hey, it's a new Don Pryor." Well, I'm smiling for one. <laughs> Uh yeah so four, and, four in the afternoon is a lot better than four in the morning right yeah so. oh God it's been a wonderful thing and of course you've you've taken some time away and uh, you know I mean Kenny you weren't uh, exactly on vacation and um I'm, I'm glad to see that, that you're looks like you're you're feeling good you look you look back to normal well thanks yeah. I appreciate that um, uh, regular listeners
0: may not believe. That I even have a heart, <laughs> based on some of the conversations we've had over the years. But I, uh, around the first of the year, discovered I had a problem with my heart. And um, how did you discover that? What just a routine, regular doctor check, just a yeah, workup? Because I was asymptomatic; I had zero issues. Um, but after. Several procedures and uh, four different cardiologists and two valve specialists. Mm -hmm. I was looking for somebody to tell me I wasn't going to have to have open heart surgery, but that's where I ended up because there wasn't any medicine, there wasn't any treatment. Something I'd had apparently for most of my life, which was uh, really didn't uh, manifest itself till the last uh, six months or so. What what exactly was the issue? Well, without you know, put everybody don't gross us out. out. just the way the blood was flowing in the heart okay. wasn't, wasn't working right. And like I said, no medicine or, or no treatment. So uh, end of June, I had that open-heart procedure and um, had outstanding medical care. I, I hate to uh, even begin to name names to uh, leave somebody out, but uh, my cardiologist, Dr. Rogers, surgeon Dr. Kessler, best in the business as far as I'm concerned, um, this valve specialist, also all with Asc- uh, Ascension Seton here, by the way. Mm-hmm.
2: This valve specialist, Dr. Vaca Moody. They do amazing work over there. Unbelievable. They, they really do. Physician uh, assistant, yeah.
0: Kelly and, and Tracy, I think, the nurses, Lauren, Melissa, uh, Claire, just uh, outstanding. Uh, parish nurse, who I'll, uh, I'll not mention her name because it'll embarrass her, but she was incredibly helpful Pre-op and post-op, we call her Florence Nightingale sometimes. So, so this wasn't any a uh, uh,
2: thing. It was up not a leg. This was uh, this was the full-blown this open was, heart. This was the full meal deal. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you you look like you're feeling good. Well, thanks. Yeah, um, I'm on the comeback trail, as they say, and uh, it's just great to be here. Great to be back. And, uh, the important thing is there that you had no symptoms. Right. That you were aware of right. whatsoever. Once they got looking inside, they found something was not oh, working,
0: but imp- uh, otherwise, day to day. So, heart health, very important. Certainly uh, recommend keeping up with that for everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And
0: as always, I'm not giving any medical advice here. You do what's best for you and your family based on what your doctor tells you. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, here's what worked for me. And I had some great help and I'm uh, grateful. Glad you got them. past that. Thanks for, uh, for mentioning that. And I want to throw out a few things in our closing moments here. I, you're a space nut. You mm. always were on uh, air and off air and nut. kept up with that kind of stuff. Spaced out nut, um, might be more accurate. I don't know if you yeah. caught the headline today. You know, we, we sent, this, took, this was many years in the making, I think, we, we sent a rocket to tap into an asteroid mm-hmm. and bring some of the stuff back. It <laughs> landed in the Utah desert today. just crazy. And this was significant about this, they say some of these rocks and this dirt that they brought off this asteroid, some of the earliest rocks in the solar system, we're talking four billion years old, and they're going to study that stuff and try to help us understand how do we get to where we are today? Now, is uh, that, is that, that fascinating or what? just
2: incredible. Hey, let's build a rocket and what we'll do, we'll crash it into the asteroid, then it comes back and with the sample, right? and just do that. Yeah, so and they did that. And you
0: get to work on that, Don? Let's let's run the algorithms and the formulas and all the calculations on how that's
2: going to work. I'd be glad to help out in any way I can. But it is. Let me, let me do the numbers on that. That's, that's fascinating this. stuff. Are you, um, are you into Starbucks by mm, any chance? You know, occasionally. Drink a little fancy coffee every now no, and then? Not the coffee, but, but I'll get a, uh, a chai tea because ah. I just like how I sound when I order a chai mm. tea. Every Sound now and then, like that a works snob for from Westlake, yeah, on that one. Chai tea latte. I'll do the chai tea latte every now and then. Uh,
0: Bloomberg had a report out here over the weekend. At Starbucks, they're concerned about the time it takes placing an order to getting your order, up to five minutes or more for some. A lot of their customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a huge menu. Obviously, a lot of the drinks are customized. I mean, the uh, the workers are doing the best they can. They calculated with all the different variations that you can get with whatever, the, the shots, the squirts, the you name it, 383 Aren't billion different possibilities for just a latte. <laughs> if, if, are, if we, you, are we a spoiled society or what? God. How many choices do we need on a cup of coffee? Here? And they had to get it up to five minutes. This is Bloomberg, they, 383 billion different possibilities. So well, the combinations are overwhelming. The workers say we need to revamp operations here to – streamline things, and apparently they're working on doing that. But I thought, wow.
2: Well, in uh, uh, and, and this time that's of year. with a plutocratic society we're in here. And it's all about pumpkin spice right now, this time of year. Oh, so don't that, you know. So add a, that one. To, add so that. now it's $383 billion and one There you go. Variation. Well, How about uh, football? Your your Longhorns did well They last sure night. did, didn't they? I, I was thinking, okay, last night this could be – where we get back to we get back to reality because I don't know beating Alabama that was great that was fantastic but it's not the best Alabama we've seen in a while I'll tell you yeah. what I miss uh, you know the bits that we used to be able to do together one of the ones I've had the most frequent
0: requests for mm-hmm. was when Leon was covering the first F one race for us. <laughs> Oh boy! Have you kept up with Leon in retirement? Is he? Uh, I know he's working the Kearney probably at state fair. I
2: haven't been able to get in touch with Leon at at, at all. Yeah. and that that's uh, usually dependent if he's paid his uh, paid his phone bill or mm. not. So no, I understand. I have, I have not. Still
0: in the with RV with his mother in law and Crystal, uh, uh, I
2: suppose. If he and Crystal are together, they they've divorced and remarried like five times. Mm. Little rocky. So, yeah,
0: I miss the Crystal uh,
2: with a K. The fun and excitement of high school football. <laughs> With with Don Pryor, Coach Biff Hertzlinger. with his coach speak, I have to. I heard uh, some of the best coach speak I've heard in a long time last night. I was on the way down to dirties to watch the game with a friend yeah. where I ran into Ed Clements, and uh, he he said he, he was talking to uh, I guess Craig Way. He said Craig, what we got to do, what we got to do tonight is we got to pay attention to the ball. We just got to take care of the ball and pay attention to the ball. Oh boy, you wonder do they have a lot of heart. Was it all about the kids by any chance, Don? I'm do sure think? it was, but but their main focus, we have just got to focus on that ball. <laughs> and I that clearly that was the secret last night. You so got to net it project. out, right? Yeah. Net it out for we those. We just got to, yeah, we got to just you,
0: you take care of that ball. It's been great having you pop in here, Don. It's good to see you again. I'm glad retirement is going so well for you. Glad you're feeling better, too. Thank you much. It's good to be back, and I hope you'll uh, come back and see us again sometime. Be glad to.
1: Anytime. Garrett's one
0: of the best producers we got in the building here these days, so thanks to young Garrett for helping out today. And uh, excellent job. As always, the latest in news coming up next here on News Radio K L B J.